today. And we welcome into the program Shehan Jayaraja from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Shehan, we were talking about it earlier, the, the, the wackiness of this football season, particularly at the FCS, uh, FCS division, kind of just go – I mean, yesterday was just a, 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 a great example of how the entire year went when you got to the rain delay. Yeah, I think there's no question about it. I mean, it was, it's been such a tough year. You know, I mean, I think that people don't realize how hard it's been on these programs, on these kids having to go. See, with all the COVID protocols, have to push your season from the fall to the spring, only get a couple opportunities. I mean, one thing to even mention is, you know, there were only 16 playoff teams in the FCS instead of 24. So this was a weird year in so many ways. And I think... You know, I, I think it just goes to show you how, you know, how deserving the Sam Houston team is having to deal with all of that, having to play arguably the three next best teams in the country in a row. And, uh, and obviously on this last day, being a rain delay, have to go down, win from behind. I mean, just, just a tremendous effort. We were talking about it. Garrett and I were talking about it earlier. And, and I know a lot of times you, the old cliche is, well, it was a team win. This one truly was. I mean, the defense had to make plays, and they had to make plays throughout the playoff run, but then the offense had to shine. I mean, they had to make some plays. I mean, it was really – it really was a team effort. Yeah, well, I, I'll direct the listeners over to techfootball.com. I wrote a piece a couple of days ago. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I'll go back to 2017, okay? Uh, Sam Houston had the two-time Walter Payton Award winner, Walter Payton being the FCS Heisman Trophy. They had the number one offense in the nation three years in a row. And then they went and played North Dakota State, and they lost 55-13. to 13. So at that moment, Casey Keeler, the coach over there, was like, I, I need to change. I, I need to change how we're doing things. Having a number one offense is great, all that sort of thing, but I need to have a more complete team effort when you're going against physical teams like North Dakota State, South Dakota State, and James Madison. And so he really rebuilt everything. They got so much more physical up front. They moved from number 102 in rush defense to number one in rush defense. So this is really a transformation story in so many ways. And you see in this game against South Dakota State, you can't just win with your offense. You can't just win with your defense either. I mean, I think that you even have to point to the punting efforts of Matt McRobert. You obviously have a touchdown that was taken off the, uh, the board by Jaquez Azard uh, as a punt returner. So, I mean, it was a total team effort, like you mentioned. And I think that just speaks so much to what Casey Keeler has done there over the last few years to rebuild this program. Shayhan, when you take all that into consideration, how big was Seth Morgan's 45-yard field goal right there in the third for Sam Houston? Oh, my goodness. I mean, you can't, you can't say enough about it, right? Because – you look at South Dakota State, they have a field goal blocked, uh, you know, after after a fumbled snap. If the ball was slick, it's not totally their fault, but it happened. And then they missed on a on a shorter field goal as well. So it really was every single part of this, right? I mean, it took every single person. Eric Schmidt's going to get a lot of the credit. Jaquez Azard, obviously the MVP. But I think that every single kid on that roster truly deserved uh, their championship ring that they won last night. And you mentioned, mentioned Schmidt, man. He took a beating yesterday, but just kept getting up, kept getting up. And then that throw at the end to a day. I mean, that was spot on him stepping up in the pocket and not being scared to take another shot. Yeah, you know, I I was talking to Casey Keeler after the game a little bit. And, and one thing that he said in the press conference was, Look, we told Eric heading into this game, we're going to run you into the ground. We're going to have to ride you as hard as we've ever done it. And 
you really saw that in this game, right? Especially early in the game, before the rain delay. I mean, nobody could complete a pass just with how slick the ball was and how slick the ground was. And so they really leaned on Eric Schmidt as a runner to start this game. And really at the end of the game, too, getting key conversions. And then obviously uh, in those moments, being able to complete the right passes. So you go back to 2019 when this team went to 7-5. and five. A big part of that was because Eric Schmidt couldn't stay healthy. Uh, he was just dealing with a lot of injuries. Unfortunately, he had to miss a lot of the time. Him being there really was the difference between those two teams. And, and you see in these moments, you know, this is what he's done all playoffs long. He made the right play in the right moments. And, and you know, what I'm, I'm calling the throw, I think that'll go down forever in history. Visiting with Shahan J. Arajah from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Shahan, when you look at Jaquez Ezard, is he a next-level guy in your opinion? I think he is. I, I definitely think that he is. The big thing with Ezard is that, Look, he doesn't have that top-end speed. He's not going to run the greatest 40. It's going to be fine, but he's not going to have that top-end. But what he makes up for that for is an explosiveness and decisiveness as a runner. Because you kind of see, I, I think that in a lot of ways, his first touchdown in this mm-hmm. game, it was like an 18-yard uh, middle-range pass. It was the perfect example of what he can do. It's, it's not that he's you know, going and running past guys necessarily. He's just making cuts. He's moving side-to-side laterally very well. Uh, he's being very decisive. And the big, the big physical advantage that he does have is he has a 43-inch vertical. So, I mean, even though he's not a big guy, he's a, he's a very explosive guy. He's a very physical guy. Look, I mean, I think that obviously, you know, we, we can acknowledge that obviously he's doing it at the FCS level, but I think that the skill set that he has in terms of running routes, in terms of being decisive, in terms of obviously having great hands as well, I certainly think that somebody's going to get a next-level look. He was uh... – his first touchdown tied the football game. And as you mentioned, it's a wide receiver screen on the left sideline and he ends up putting it in the end zone on the, in the right front corner. I mean, he, he's just, he's just a special football player. Yeah. And no question about it. And I think that for people who might not know a lot about uh, FCS football, this South Dakota state defense was arguably the best defense in college football this year. You know, that's the kind of level that they were at. And he made them look like, you know, kids playing schoolyard football, just running after him. And, that's just his talent. I mean, that's just what he does on the football field. And, you know, there, there are so many players that Casey Keeler has added over the past two years that I think have really changed this program. Uh, you know, a lot of them on the defensive line, of course. But I think that in a lot of ways, uh, Jaquez Ezard was that final piece. And I think that in these moments, that's where it comes through. And on the South Dakota side, when you look at Isaiah Davis, man, that kid is phenomenal. Do you think that he has an opportunity within the next couple of years to make a jump to a, a D1 school? Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, Isaiah Davis, a true freshman running back. I mean, that's that's the sort of thing that you don't usually see from an 18 or 19-year-old kid, right? That kind of physical run. And well, I think that it's interesting, um, you know, because especially after the game, I mean, I hear a lot of those sort of questions about uh, is R2, you know, is he going to jump? Is he, is he going to stay at this level? Who knows? I mean, I think that one thing that is worth noting is that for these kids playing at a school like Sam Houston or like South Dakota State or North Dakota State, I mean, life's good. You get to go and compete for national championships. And if you go and you move up, maybe you can. You know, I know Isaiah Davis is from the state of Missouri, right? Like, if you do move up to, you know, one of those teams, I, yeah, you know, maybe you get to compete at a slightly higher level. But are you really necessarily getting a whole lot more attention than if you kind of do your thing at South Dakota State? Because we see in this last NFL draft, I mean, North Dakota State has four players drafted, including the number three overall draft pick. I mean, you can make it from this level. I think that we've seen that time and time again. And so, 
Look, could he play at the next level? I, 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 at the FBS level, rather? Yeah, for sure. He definitely could. But I'm curious uh, what goes into his decision-making, what goes into his mind when that happens. Because the other thing, too, South Dakota State is the school that took a chance on him, and they had a chance, really, to win a national championship. So I don't think there's any guarantee that anybody uh, looks to the next level, but, uh, but certainly I think it's the talent to do it. How nervous were you at the end when Sam Houston missed that field goal? And then were you surprised that on the last play, South Dakota State didn't try to set something up and use that last time out instead of using that trick play? Yeah, it was it was interesting. I mean, it, it almost uh, – I'd say for me, it felt like at the end of the game, I was waiting almost for something to happen. It almost kind of ended with a whimper in a lot of ways. And I think that's the funny thing, Gray. I mean, we're used to being in Texas and having these quarterbacks who can throw the ball, you know, 50 yards, no problem. I guess it's it's just not a guarantee, you know, when you're playing somewhere else. And so, uh, yeah, it, it was a weird deal kind of trying to set up that hook and ladder play. But then Houston sniffed it out. And, uh, I mean, look, again, very deserving national champion. What about Casey Keeler? Uh, is, is this his last stop, in your opinion, or is there a, a D1 opportunity towards the end of his career? Well, the funny thing about it, right, I mean, Casey Keeler, after this win, is the first coach ever at the SDS level to win a national championship at two different schools, and he's also the winningest SDS playoff coach in the history of SDS football. He passed Jim Trestle yesterday to do that. And so this is a guy who's been an SDS lifer, both as a player and as a coach, by the way. He played at, uh, at Delaware, where he later coached. So, I mean, this is somebody who knows the value of SDS football. And the other things that I'll mention is that, one, he is 61. I mean, he does not look it at all. No. He, he's aged very gracefully. But, uh, but you know, he is 61, so I don't know if he's in a rush to, to go anywhere, especially when he's got a title-caliber program. And the other thing that I'll say is that he was kind of asked about this a few weeks ago, and he gave a great answer. He, he said, look, I've had the opportunity to move on. You know, I've had the opportunity to maybe go to a low-level FBS. But, you know, to me, this is special. The opportunity to compete for a national championship is special. Would I be as excited to go to the Beepo Brady Bowl? Who knows? You know, but I think that for him, he sees this. He sees that he can kind of be king of this kingdom. And I think, you know, after such a long and successful career, I think he sees the value in that. And so, you know, I, I don't think that he's in any hurry to go anywhere. <laughs> but, you know, anything can happen. Hey, what do you got uh, on uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football for us to read? Yeah, we got a lot of stuff from the, the national championship game. Uh, our, our guy, Corey Hogue, our small college guy, put up a feature on Casey Keeler today and kind of what he went through just to get the Sam Houston job. And I'll have a story coming out probably Wednesday on the national championships uh, at the small college level from the state of Texas. You know, I mean, look, the, the cool thing about it is that now that uh, Sam Houston won the SDS national championship, the state of Texas has won a national championship at every level of college football. So <laughs> I think that's a pretty special deal, and I'll definitely get some insight from some people on it. Perfect. Hey, we appreciate your time. Have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. Shayhan J. Arajah from Dave Campbell's.